heroes are an inspiring group of people. Every one of them, from the larger-than-life comic book heroes you see on the big silver screen to the everyday heroes that let us live the privileged lives we do. Every hero has a story to tell. The doctor saving lives at your local hospital. The war veteran down the street who risked his lives for our freedom. The police officers and firefighters who risk their safety to ensure ours. Every hero is special and every story worth telling. But there is one class of heroes that I think is often ignored. The entrepreneur. The creator. The producer. The ones who look at the problems in this world and think to themselves, you know what? I can fix that. I can help people. And I can make a difference. Then they go out and do exactly that by creating a new product or introducing a new service. Some go on to change the world. Others make a world of difference to their customers. Welcome to The Hero Show. Join us as we pull back the masks of the world's finest heropreneurs and learn the secrets to their powers, their success, and their influence. So you can use those secrets to attract more sales, make more money, and experience more freedom in your business. I'm your host, Richard Matthews, and we are on in three, two, one. Hello, and welcome back to The Hero Show. My name is Richard Matthews, and I am here live on the line with uh, is Zori, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get your name wrong here. It's Baronbaum, is that right? Yes, yes. Awesome. And Zuri is the founder and CEO of eautolease.com, which is a platform that allows consumers to, um, to lease or purchase vehicles all over the country without having to deal with the dealerships. So very interesting business model. Why don't we start off talking about what you guys are known for now, what's your place in the industry, and you know, what sort of sets you guys apart? Awesome. Well, um, in the industry right now, we're actually, uh, you know, uh, sticking out a lot. Uh, not a lot of people love that we exist because we're very transparent. Um, we are, we do everything for the consumer. We disclose everything, what the customer is eligible to get from what rebates, what incentives and so on and so forth. A lot of dealerships, a lot of people in this business aren't really happy about it. Uh, we are a five-star rated company. Uh, on on multiple platforms, Google, DealerRadar, and so on and so forth. We have already accumulated thousands of reviews uh, combined. So we're doing our best to grow nationwide where we are making the, the consumer who's busy at work or in school or whatever life has to offer, we're here to make the car buying process easy. Awesome. So what I want to find out from you is how you got into this business. We talk about it as the origin story on this show. Every hero has one. It's where you started to realize that you were different, that maybe you had superpowers and maybe you could use them to help other people. How did you get into this business? Um, and is this your first business? No, I, I've, I've actually been, uh, I, I love cars since I was a little kid. So this was a hobby of mine. I was obsessed, like, you know, like most boys, I uh, loved cars, loved everything about them, wanted to know the ins and outs. So I got into it pretty much at the moment I got my driver's license. So uh, it was uh, an idea coming together about, uh, about 15 years ago. And uh, I, I, I dabbled in used, and I dabbled in new, and I've been, I've been in, in all the aspects of it. And uh, you know, in the, I've, I've done my research over the years, and it's it, the research is simple to do. You could just go online and you could see the reviews and what you know, what what other other dealerships are being rated, how, and everything, and uh, who's in who's in the you know, court for lying and mischiefs and all, all the stuff that people, you know, are scared to walk into a dealership today about. And I thought to myself, you know, there, there, there has to be some sort of online platform. Uh, you know, there's a lot out there that sells used cars and stuff like that, but there's nothing really out there 
that helps uh, and makes an easy, transparent way of leasing a vehicle and answering all the consumers' questions. So what we're doing today is uh, we've been doing this for a while and trying to educate the consumer why we're better, why we're safe, why it's easy with us. And it's been working great. People love us. They trust us. Family, friends, the retention rate is amazing, over 90%. And, uh, you know, we're following the future trend. Awesome. That sounds, uh, sounds pretty good. And did, did you, I, I don't know if I heard that in there. Was this the first business that you started? This is not. I was in the similar business, but not online-based prior and uh i guess the the vision my vision was different so i i uh, moved moved on from that not everybody believed that the online is the future a lot of people are still into the brick and mortar and uh, sitting there and waiting for the consumer to walk into their showroom me I'm, i i believe that uh, people are going to come into my website and uh, people unfortunately are getting lazier and want to buy everything online from groceries to clothing to everything possible so why not make this a click away yeah absolutely and you know it changes the the game a bit too right because you're you're not a um like as you said you don't wait for the consumer to come to you you can go to them and get in front of them and um and it changes it changes the game it changes the game tremendously because it's also that we are the consumer when dealing with us, they deal with a rep, one representative from the beginning to the end. When it comes down, if you ever, have you ever been to a dealership? Have you ever bought a car? Yeah, yeah I've bought, bought a couple of cars at a dealership. You walk in, you deal with the sales guy, then you deal with the desk manager, then you deal with the finance manager, and then they give you the menu when your payment started at X, now it's Y. It doesn't work like that here. You're dealing yeah. with a person from the beginning to the end, and that person is there with you most likely to the end of your lease. So my other question for that model is how do you guys handle inventory? Because I know like your dealerships, they have to have millions of dollars of inventory and cars sitting on their lot. Generally that's paid for with debt and then they have to make sure they get sales to keep up with that. How does that work in your model? Well, it's a great question. Um, well, uh, to be honest with you, I have relationships with all the dealerships. Um, as the manufacturers are tightening ship and want them to sell, 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 sell more. And obviously with the, the, you know, they pay interest and so on and so forth. I am the one that helps them move their metal and moves their inventory. So my relationships are, you know, in good standings with uh, all the brands and I help them when they're in a pickle, when they're in a jam, I help them move their inventory. And uh, that's, uh, that's the, 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 e, the great thing about this. And, and unfortunately, they're the ones that have to, they have to sell it, and I'm here to helping them. That's interesting. So you don't actually have to have inventory. You're coming in and providing a, a solution to the dealerships as well. Be like, hey, that unsold inventory we can use and sell, um, sell for you. Correct. And, and over the years, this business has become, is, is growing so much that we're already licensed and bonded and everything in the state. So manufacturers are where that we exist. So instead of the dealerships going and spending millions of dollars on advertising and so on and so forth, uh, we work together and uh, we, you know, help them move their metal. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So how many, uh, how many cars do you guys sell a month now? Realistically, um, I would say we're averaging about 200. 200? For cars and growing. But, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the, biggest, the biggest thing is that I, I touch every single deal. I make sure that everything is perfect. I don't want to just, you know, we're not here to just 
sell the metal. I want to make sure that the, we build a bond, we build a relationship with the consumer. That uh, you know, as I said, uh, I'm very big about reviews. Somebody takes a moment, just looks up what we're about. So that's why I purposely make sure that everything is smooth sailing. That makes a lot of sense. So where's your, uh, what's your goal over the next five or 10 years? You want to, you know, get to point where you're selling 10, 20,000 cars a month or like you, you happy at 200 cars a month. What's the, what's the goal with the auto lease? I know, uh, the goal is obviously like everybody else, like Amazon to get to, to get to a huge level. We are actually just, just recently got licensed, uh, and we're going to expand into the used car market also financing and selling and all the aspects of it so it's uh, there there's a lot of the guys out there the mid midwest mid-america carvana and all of them are growing so we've also we're going to dabble into that market and uh you know I, i'm trying to get into everything that has to do with auto and you know again as one of your questions here well the kryptonite in this in this industry is it's tough to find good employees yeah, yeah, that's, I'm sure a, that's the kryptonite in most industries. Yeah, uh, that's it's uh, definitely difficult. That's that's the most difficult part is to find trustworthy employees that you know that you know God forbid don't don't cause any headaches or issues. So you got to stay on top of everything, and the the building process is uh is, is the most difficult. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So what I want to talk about next is, you know, similar to the kryptonite is your, your superpowers. And that's what you specifically do or build that you think you bring to the business, right? That's something that, that um, the business wouldn't be able to survive without your unique superpowers. What is it that you think you really bring to the table for E-Auto Lease that helps it grow to, where, you know, the size company that it is now and you think is going to be able to take it to the next level? Personally, First, personally, over the years, I, again, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, there's a saying. It's 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 more about who you know, and uh, over the years, it's not about what what you where what your degree is or something like that. It's more about what you who you know and how your relationships are built. So I, I bring a lot to the table. I bring you know I I get, bring it all to the consumer. Uh, I do my best to cut as much overhead as possible. So I, uh, I built a nice, beautiful office facility if the customer wants to come and feel comfortable leaving their information. But at the same time, I've, I've crossed the T's and dotted the I's where I can give as much discount to the consumer as possible and the rebates and the incentives. So I didn't do the, the platform where the dealership builds $10 million facility, hires the million dollar managers and has to, has to make a million dollars in every car. Our goal is to make every consumer happy when I come in here because I am the one who does the research and does everything important to make sure that every veteran gets what he deserves I mean, rebate-wise, to get every attorney or doctor who gets what they're eligible for. Not a lot of people know that they're eligible for so many things. So that, that's, that's really my superpower. I make sure that everything is on point. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So how are you going to... Uh to replicate yourself into the future when you start getting to the point where you're doing 10 or 20,000 um, cars a, a month? Because obviously you wouldn't be able to do all of that touch every deal at that point. How's, what's your plan for that? Um, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot. It's definitely, uh, I wish that it would be easier. I was watching the movie Multiplicity. The cloning machine. <laughs> cloning machine, the movie Multiplicity, where he had, he cloned himself by four or four other clones so he can uh, cover every aspect in his life. But uh, again, as uh, as the future grows, we'll see. That's where managers and so on and so forth, and uh, you know, training comes in. And well, you know, we'll get once we get there, we'll cross the bridge. 
at that point. That's really all I could say. Yeah. So on on the uh, the fatal flaw, right? We talk about Superman has kryptonite. I mean, specifically, what do you think is a flaw that you've brought to the business that you've had to work on that's held you back for other people who might suffer from something similar when they're uh, when they're building their business? And what have you done to overcome it? Again, uh, uh, that, uh, that question. The, the, I I don't know really know if I have the flaw. Maybe I'm just a I'm a nice guy and all of that. But uh, that's that's really uh, the biggest thing I would say in flaw. But um, you know the the biggest flaw in this industry is the hiring and the employee wise. And it's just uh, it feels like nobody wants to work these days. And uh, that you know what I mean. I want to give my knowledge. I want to teach somebody I, I don't consider this a job i consider this a career for most people and they can make a great living but yeah. uh you know the biggest flaw is just just i was just looking over i had uh i have ads out for employees i had 72 uh resumes come in i made 15 appointments not one showed up <laughs> wow so that kind of is a little bit disappointing but it's, uh, uh, it's, it's crazy when you have you have uh jobs and people are complaining that we, we don't have enough work available and that's, people aren't showing up for the work when it's available true. that's true again I, i'm in this business i, I know the, the 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 industry already almost 20 years so uh, uh all my mistakes i've learned from so today i would say that i'm i i you know i've learned you know how to make this work better than the way i've done it years ago so i'm, I'm trying to keep all the flows out of here makes a lot of sense so I'm going to talk about common enemy, right? So a common enemy has to do with your clients, the clients who come into either into your, um, your website or into your office, things that you know are holding them back from getting the results. What are some of the mindsets that you have to help break people of when they're talking about buying a car online versus the traditional, you know, method of going out buying a car? Uh, that's, that's actually a great question. I deal with this daily. I get a lot. I, I read this. So you can, on the website, you can have, uh, we have live chat. So a lot of people come in all the time and I always like to read it to, to understand where the consumer is coming from. So a lot of people ask, uh, you know, what is, what's the, how are you better than the dealer? Why do I come to you than the dealership? Why should I trust you? And, uh, you know, um, I've also been doing my research because a lot of dealerships know that we exist. So they've been actually brainwashing the people. Oh, if you go with them, you don't get the same warranty. If you go with them, you don't get the same service, and and so on and so forth. If you go with them, it's not the same 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 type of white glove service, which is all BS. You can buy a brand new car, whether from me or from someone across the country, and you're still getting all the factory warranties and so on and so forth. That's that's their bread and butter. Uh, so when they service these cars, so whether so a lot of it is uh, a lot of the consumers who are used to unfortunately the old way of doing things. But all all the new consumers, meaning the the newer generations, no problem. You know, well, I have a lot of customers who work for online-based companies who know what it's about, and they're not scared to give their information. That that's really what the biggest factor is: identity theft today, and uh, and the dealership. So I've done everything possible. That's why I do all these podcasts. Uh, We've we've been featured everywhere. Uh, We're on Trust Guard and Trust Pilot. And anything possible that's out there that can make us feel more trusted by the consumer, I do and I follow. So I follow the guidelines and so on and so forth. So we do our best to overcome all of this, all these aspects. 
Yeah, that's actually one of the things I've always found interesting about uh, the, you know, consumer protection stuff that people are worried about yeah. is, you know, they'll, they'll take their credit card and be worried about putting it onto a website that has like 256-bit secure SSL encryption, right? That like the person on the other side can't even read your data because it's been obfuscated, right? 100%. But they'll take, go to the restaurant and hand a stranger their credit card and that person takes their credit card and walks away with it and can do whatever they want with it while they're gone. Yeah, right. yeah. That, as I said, a lot of the aspect is that, and uh, I, I have a lot of consumers who do shopping for their children, who call from other states, who are a little bit skeptical, you know, we're in New York, New York has this reputation, oh my God, you know, and so on and so forth. So be, due to the reputation of the dealerships in the vicinity, I have to suffer from that. But I do, as I said, I, I, I do everything in my power to overcome that. I, I purposely go on, on everything possible, whether it's an interview, we've been featured in Forbes and here and there. So I, I want the consumer to feel comfortable that this is a safe haven for them to lease their car. I want them to know that no one's going to take their information. No one is going to do anything bad besides help them get a car and be with them for the years to come. That's really what our goal is. I think what's, uh, what's really interesting is the future of your business is going to be very bright because the next couple of generations, right? Generation, the millennials and Generation Z are growing up buying everything online, right? They're not going to have that same, um, same fear that, you know, the, us older generations have, you know, transitioned into buying things online. Right. So as your as your buying market changes over the next decade or so, I think you're just you're just ripe for growth. That that's exactly it. I, as I said, I've been studying this for the past few years, and then that's why I decided to, to you know to build this this company to build the platform. We're actually upgrading our website in the next upcoming weeks. It's going to be a nicer, better platform as we learn what consumers want more, and uh, now we're going to be transitioning into used. So I, I've been doing my research and there, there's really nobody out there. You know, even I ask, you know, ask anybody, do you know where I can go and buy a used car and then I, where I can trust somebody with my information and I won't be duped? I ask that question every single day and no one seems to know the answer. So, so you're going to be the answer. I am. I'm building right now a platform also. It's going to be a similar website. It's going to, you know, involve financing and helping the consumer. And hopefully, together we'll take this to the, to the next level awesome so i want to talk a little bit about your driving force right um if your common enemy is something you fight against regularly and you're talking about like the fear in the marketplace of you know overcoming that fear is the something you fight against your driving force is something you fight for right just like spider-man fights for to save new york or batman fights to save gotham or google fights to index and categorize all the world's information what is it that you guys at e-autolease fight for we fight for a happy customer uh, that's that's really the goal. We fight for a happy customer. We fight daily for the customer to be happy. Uh, there are there are the smooth sailing uh, deals. There are the, sometimes there are the nervous headache deals, but we we do everything possible to to earn the happiness of the consumer. That's really it. it's all about the consumer. And if you the right customer service today, right 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 behavior to them, their transparency. And that, that's really what the people are looking for. People want to pay for that. People want to have a peace of mind. And that's what we fight for. That's really it. That's awesome. And you know what I, I like about that is that's, that's like the undergirdment for most businesses. If they, and they don't always understand that, right? That 
ultimately what you're fighting for is you're fighting for a happy customer with whatever product or service you're providing. Um, so I love that you just come out and be like, hey, this is what we do. We fight for the customer. This is what we do. Uh, I always talk to the customer. I personally deal with my personal customers or my consumers. And when a customer calls me and he's like, I, I want, or she, or whatever, you know, they tell me that they need a car and uh, I, we're never to be like, oh, let's do it today. No, let's wait for the upcoming programs. Let's wait for a better deal. Let's see what the November and December brings us. And that's the difference between us and everybody else. We're not here to, you know, we're not all about the dollars. It's not just about the dollars. It's about the future. It's about the consumer. It's about making them happy and making them do the right decision, not just force them into something that they're going to hate three months down. And that's where you have an unhappy customer that will tell someone else, do not go there. They pushed me, they forced me, and now I am unhappy. That's, that's not the goal here. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So I want to talk um, practicality when it comes to running a business like this. Um, talk about your hero's tool belt, right? Just like, you know, maybe you got a magical hammer like Thor, a bulletproof vest like your neighborhood police officer. Or maybe you just really love how Evernote helps you organize your thoughts. So what are some of the tools that you use every day to manage a business like eAutoLease, to be the uh, founder, you know, come up with new ideas and, you know, grow a business like this? Something, you know, stuff that you just, you, you couldn't live without. Oh, stuff I couldn't live without? Um... Like your calendar or what? I couldn't live without my calendar is one thing. A calendar is definitely something I couldn't live without because the appointments, the scheduling, everything is on it. My, my secretary, uh, the internet is also something I can live with. I, I I read a lot. I study a lot. I, I I study the market. I read the the growing trends. I study where we're going with the uh, residual values on cars. What's going to happen tomorrow? Because if, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the, uh, the leasing market is mostly based on two factors, which is the money factor and the residual rate. The mm -hmm. money factor is pretty much the interest what the bank is earning, which is usually minor. And the biggest thing is the residual, which is what the vehicle will cost over time, which is usually something that is, you know, uh, the banks, they come up with it as they see their resale and so on and so forth. So I study all this and I, that this is what helps me, you know, run a business and un understand where we're going for. And the beauty part is because we sell all makes and models, I'm able to tell a customer that this is a time for Nissan, or this is a time for Toyota, or this is a time for Lexus. This is the time now to, you know, in the market to acquire this and over that. So that's really what the, you know, you got to have the edge on what's going to happen tomorrow because it's, it's like the stock market this business is monthly so every single month the programs change and it's affected by the market it's affected by the man in the white house yeah by the consumers the confidence level of where we're going so and now i would say the confidence level is amazing people are buying people are loving it right now is the season so and that's pretty much it i i uh, you know they say you know you have to do what you love so thank God that I'm doing what I love and I, and I love to learn more about it. That way it could help me bring it to the next level. Yeah. And it's so important to keep on top of your industry and be at the forefront. Cause you know, if you're not, if you're not growing, if you're not ahead of the trends, then you're dying, right? You're not a, <laughs> you have to follow the trend of course, or, or then, you know, be ready to die with, with companies like Amazon and all the great companies out there that Amazon is doing its best to get into the auto business. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and companies like Tesla 
who don't even want to have a dealership who are want to sell everything online you know what i mean they're doing a good job of it too they're doing a great job and they're not following the 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 normal the normal uh franchise laws which is a problem in a lot of states so he's there's no dealerships you want to buy the car you go online there's no discounts there's nothing you buy it now you click it here and you come pick it up or they deliver yeah yeah and like they they have I, I love their little stores, right? They don't have a million dollars worth of inventory. They have one model of each of their cars, and they're all white. Right? That's it. They have their one model, and uh, they, and they're wiping them out. Those little stores, they don't even want to have them anymore because the consumer already knows everything. You know what, what it's about, and this, that, that's actually a question that I have. A lot of people ask me, but how are you selling a car that people don't get to sit or test drive anymore? Which is a great question that I always get by a consumer. But today, you're buying a brand new car with a warranty. So why do you really need to test drive it? Do you really need to see if something's wrong with it? The consumer wants the payment. They want to be happy with the payment. That's it. That's the growing trend. They're not yeah. buying. And, and like if you, if you look at uh, if you look at cars nowadays, right? The everything from your cheapest Fiat all the way up to your fanciest car is going to get up to 70 miles an hour on the freeway and stop really well, and it's going to be a safe vehicle. Like it's not like you have a a huge disparity in in brands over whether or not the car will function as a car. And most of the, even the base models come ready with all the safety features. Mm-hmm. So that's also a growing trend that I see that a lot of people don't want the way it used to be. Oh, I need leather, navigation. I want everything. I want the works. You know what I mean? People want the safety feature, the backup camera, the Bluetooth, and, and the most importantly, the great payment. I don't want to test drive it. I don't want nothing. I, here's the color. Here's here's the insurance. Please bring me my car. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, I mean, that's the way I, I bought my last car. I was like, I need seven seats, and I need to be able to tow it behind my RV. And other than that, I don't care, right? That's it. That's <laughs> it. And that, that's, that's the test. And uh, that, that's really where, where it's going. Nobody wants to spend hours doing this. Everybody wants a headache-free process. And that's the beauty where we come in. Yeah, absolutely. So. I want to talk about your own personal heroes, right? Frodo had Gandalf, Luke had Obi-Wan, Robert Kiyosaki had his rich dad. Who were some of your heroes? Were they real-life mentors, speakers or authors, peers who were a couple of years ahead of you? And how important were they to what you've accomplished so far in growing a business like Yato Lease? Realistically, I'm, I'm a family-oriented person. I'm all about family. I tell this to everybody and all my friends who know me. So my, my personal hero was my, my grandfather. He raised me. He was an entrepreneur himself. So he, ever since I was a little kid, he would always push me and tell me that, uh, you know, this is the right way. You have to go to school. You have to get everything done. Uh, you got you to gotta graduate college. You got to get your degree. He was always there for me. He liked my little vision of cars. He said, you have to do this. He loved the fact that I enjoyed it ever since I was a little kid. And he pushed me to the very, to the very level where, uh, you know, a lot of it, uh, he's the He's the gasoline to my to my fire, and even though he's not with us anymore, I, I he's he's something that I always remember and always his words. And you, you got to do what's best for the family. You got to do what's best for yourself, and you never give up. And the most important thing in life is you have to have patience, which he taught me. Yeah, so, absolutely. It was a great lesson in life, in which I I believe into. So that that was my mentor, and uh, he was my best friend. And he would always tell me, you got to do what you love. Just most importantly, you have to have patience because not everything happens in one day. 
uh, you know, that's why I'm sitting back and, uh, you know, hopefully time will tell. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that's a hard lesson for entrepreneurs to learn too, right? Cause we want it all to happen yesterday. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it takes 10 years to build a good company. Correct. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good lesson. So let's bring it home for our listeners a little bit and talk about your guiding principles. What are the top one or two principles or actions that you use regularly today to contribute to the success and influence that you guys enjoy? Ones that maybe you wish you had known when you started out in this business. Guiding principles. That's a good question. Um, my guy, as I said, uh, I, every single time I, I sit down and I have meetings with my employees um, my guiding principle is the customer is always right. My guiding principle is customer service. My guiding principle is never mislead the customer, no matter what the situation is. There's always situations. Honesty is the correct policy. These are my guiding principles. I don't want to have no BS around me. So there, there are moments something happens where you know customer wants a, a blue car and the blue car is damaged. And you don't want to disappoint them, and you, but the, I, I, I forbid any make you know any stories, any any BS. I want the consumer to know that this is what's the truth, and that's how you build the confidence in the relationships. These these are pretty much my guiding principles. I I yeah. want to make sure that, as I said, I, I personally touch every single consumer. By touch, I mean I'm there for the deals, I'm there for the reviews, I'm there if they have any questions. Sometimes, you know, the motor vehicles is late, the plates are late or something, and they want to speak to me, and they feel, they feel better about that. But again, the, the, the guideline here is that no matter what situation, the customer is always right. Yeah, that's a, uh, it's a good principle too, right? Keep the, uh, keep the customer first because they're the ones that uh, pay the bills and make the business go around. Definitely. Without customers, we are nothing. Yeah. So as long as you... You know, as I said, I, I do a lot of reading and, and I understand the market and uh, I know more or less, I would say that I'm, a, I, uh, sometimes I say that, you know, my friends who are doctors and lawyers, I tell them, well, I'm the doctor and lawyer in this field. So uh, <laughs> that, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, you know what I mean? We all have our specialties. That's why uh, I know what, what people want. And uh, as, as uh, buying a car is the second biggest purchase in a person's life. First is always the house. So the second biggest purchase, you know, I want to make this the easiest purchase. That way, as, as I said, the leasing trend is booming. I want to be that number one guy for you every two or three years when the lease is over. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So my last thing we do on the show is something I call the Heroes Challenge, and it's pretty simple. Um, and it's basically this, do you have someone in your life or in your network that you think has a cool entrepreneurial story like yours? Who are they? First names are fine. And why do you think they should come share their story with our audience here on the hero show? Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that's a good question. Do I have a lot of friends? Yeah. You know, the, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, gr growing up, I was, uh, I wasn't that guy that went, uh, you know, everybody's going clubbing. And uh, let's go, I go clubbing with them. I was more of the, uh, I was more of the being around the business people, being around the knowledge, being around all of that type of stuff. So do I know anyone out there today that is really uh, doing their best at some sort of business like this? I can't really say that I do. I, I'll be honest with you, unfortunately. And it bothers me. It bothers me because I sit down with a lot of great people, but 
it's I don't see that something new has been created. A lot of people are stuck in their oh you know nine to five jobs. A lot of people have a fear of being an entrepreneur of be doing this. A lot of people want more stability. You know, a lot of people have different mindsets. So I do have the you know the handful of people, but when it comes down to them, they want it to be the the doctor, the lawyer, the bank teller, the the, the banker. I can't really say that I have much friends that built websites or have have amazing stories. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, I don't want to be us. I'd love to shed the light on somebody, but uh, you know, I was always the crazy one. Oh, what are you doing? You're not going to survive. There's so much competition. How are you going to go against the dealerships? You have no idea how much of uh, what I listened to over the years. But that's that, fair, only, yeah. that only made me stronger. Yeah, that's fair. Not all of us uh, have, have a network full of other entrepreneurs. So at this point, thank you so much for coming on this show. Um, last question for you is where can people find you if they're interested in picking up a car? Where can they find you? And who is your ideal customer? Who should be reaching out and saying, hey, you know what? I'm looking. I should, uh, I should come and check out Eotolease. You can find me on the website, eotolease.com. Um, you can Google my name, Zori Brandbaum. I'm sure you'll find me. Um, I'm always here. Um, you, can, you can reach out to me any, on any one of our office platforms, meaning even on the live chat on the website, if you say you'd like to speak to me, I'll gladly reach out. Um, my ideal customer is everybody. Anybody who's looking for a car, anybody who needs help, anybody who you know is worried about dealing with a dealership or where they're going to be misled, students, veterans, doctors, lawyers, uh, you know, first responders, you name it, we service everybody. We do our best to make everybody happy. So I can't say that I know I'm not going to turn away business. I want to help everybody. Awesome. So if you're listening to this and you're in the market for a car, definitely check out theautolease.com. Definitely sounds like an intriguing concept. I might be able to cut out the middleman with the, uh, the dealership and go straight to uh, the, uh, the source and get a deal. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing thank your story you. with us. Um, it was really cool and it's definitely a fun, interesting business concept. I can't wait to see what you guys do with it over the next 10 years as the, uh, as the landscape really shifts. Well, we look forward to being with you again. Awesome. Yeah. So have a great day. Thank you. Bye.